Okay, welcome to your home inspector training. I'm Garth Haslam, home medic. Um, in this episode, we're going to talk about branding. Obviously, nobody wants to be a Me Too inspector. Uh, nobody wants to have to perfect the sales pitch so much so that uh, you can you can win the or the battle of the mouth uh, and explaining why to a customer why they want to pick you over somebody else when really there is no difference between you and a thousand other home inspectors. There's got to be a difference and there are a number of ways to, to be the difference, to make the difference out of your business and um, a part of that is branding. A huge part of that is branding. Got to know who you are, what business you're in, what you're exceptionally good at, and then that's your brand. So we're going to go through these. <clears throat> um, I have, again, a very simple spreadsheet. The first, of course, that everybody thinks of is the logo. Um, you don't have to spend a billion dollars on your logo, um, but you probably want to spend a few hundred. You have some options. Um, <clears throat> you can go to a place like Fiverr, and I've used Fiverr uh, any number of times over the years. Basically, the concept with Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, uh, they have graphic designers all over the world. You'll have some guy in Greece competing with a guy in the Philippines who's competing with a guy in Uzbekistan. And, um, you know, you depending on the number of dollars you put in there and some of the other... Um, specs that you put in, or whether you commit to buying from somebody or not, you can get a lot of different designers. Uh, you do want to give them some idea of where to start. Don't just say, you know, give me a logo. Um, but you'll want to give them an idea of who you are, what you do, uh, maybe show them your website, tell them about your the color set that you like. Um, and then what happens is you'll get a number of guys, again, depending on how much you pay them, you may get anywhere from five guys to 30. Um, but you get a number of guys that will submit a few samples. And then based on what you indicate you like, everybody else will converge in on that thing and give you a few more. Then as you continue to provide everybody feedback, you pick one and uh, that guy wins your money. It's... It's a cool way to do it because you feel good about um, you know being able to give a guy, I don't know, let's say that you you uh, spend three hundred dollars on that. I can only guess that maybe two hundred of that actually goes to the guy in the Philippines, and um, that's a few days' wages for him. So um, you can give yourself bonus points for that if you decide to do things that direction. Another thing you can do. <clears throat> is you could go to like 99designs and uh, that's a local place where again you tell them what you want and <clears throat> and they'll design something for you not a bad idea again the price tag is to 250 somewhere in there uh, depending on on what you do and what year it is so <clears throat> another option you have is uh, for free is adobe um, you can go in there, and it's a fairly straightforward process, but it's worth what you paid for it. They're going to want to use um, pre-canned graphics that look like it's a cartoon, and you don't want to be a cartoon. So uh, from my point of view, 
Adobe free logos might be something you can create in a day if you have to have something by the end of the day, but it's not going to be a good long-term choice. Obviously, we all know graphic designers. <clears throat> uh, they can be found without too much uh, work on Facebook. You know, you put a, a statement out that says, I need a graphic designer, you'll, you'll get a few. Um, nothing wrong with that. My difficulty there is trying to explain to the few graphic designers, single graphic designers that I've worked with, they don't seem to be able to read into my mind what I like. And uh, based on my experience, I finally just had to go with something that they had because we've been the rounds and we're both getting tired of it. So that's an option too. Now, <clears throat> as relates to branding, we go back to the spreadsheet. Your uniform. Now, it doesn't have to be terribly extensive, but uh, you need to know who you are and what your brand looks like. So for me, for many years, I have used this shirt. I like it because it looks <clears throat> kind of muscular. It's got, uh, it's got my home medic logo here on my chest. It's uh, a soft, breathable, easy fabric. And, um, and this has been a good choice for me. You'll want to do whatever works for you. In addition to that, I will wear Levi's. I've seen home inspectors or, or would-be home inspectors try to use um, shorts because it was, it was summer and it was hot and they were comfortable in shorts. And for me, that's, uh, that's a bridge too far. Uh, shorts, much as I like to wear them myself, Too much, you know, it, it's too casual. So, um, you know, there have been days where it's 105 degrees outside and I I don't want to be in any more than I must. And so, in those cases, maybe I write myself a, a get out of jail free card. But um, as a rule, you're going to want to decide what your brand looks like as relates to your uniform. For me, it's, um, it's, Levi's, good Levi's, and uh, a shirt like this. Of course, then you're also going to have to have your tool belt or tool vest, and we talk about that in the tools, and uh, that will also be a part of your brand. Next up, <clears throat> um, it is hugely helpful for you to encourage your clients to be there at the inspection. Um, Nearly all of my business, it is a rare moment for me when I get a call and they say, okay, what's your price? What do you do? Do you do this? Do you do that? Why should I hire you? Are you willing to discount your price? I hate those calls. <clears throat> and in the beginning, you're going to be getting nothing but those calls. But at some point... Um, you know, if you do if you do right by your clients, both realtors and homeowners, home buyers, um, <clears throat> you'll start to get referrals, and those are awesome. So, if uh, one way to do that is to actually encourage your clients to be there at the inspection, you that makes you the hero. That that is a the primary way for you to become the hero to these guys. You can tell them about the spider in the corner and why that means that there may be a water history. You can tell them about the white tape on the ducts and why that may or may not be asbestos. You can tell them about potential foundation issues. 
Uh, you can tell them about how if there's mice, there may be snakes. <clears throat> you can tell them about a whole bunch of things that would be nearly impossible to include in the report. And they may not report read the report anyway. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of information in the report. And even, you know, if you write a full page about every little thing you find, there's too much information, so they won't read it. And even if you don't, even if you write a couple of sentences, then the communication didn't happen. Didn't happen. So there's, from my point of view, there's uh, no alternative better than having the clients there at the report or, or at the inspection. Yes, they will slow you down, um, <clears throat> but you can find out about them. You can build a relationship with them, which means that you don't get sued. Um, you can have them decide that they like you that they want to refer their friends to you, that they want to tell their realtors that you did a fabulous job, and then you don't get those, you know, Saturday morning, 2 a.m. phone calls, did you inspect the fireplace, or did you look in the attic, or did you see that streak in the wall, or the dirty carpet, or, you know, <clears throat> and when you get those calls, it's aggravating to me because, you know, people expect me to remember, you know, months back, do you remember the, the red home on the corner? And in my mind, I'm going, no, I don't. I barely remember the home I did two days ago. Um, so if they are there, then you have happy customers. You don't get sued. You get great Google reviews, which means that you just get orders instead of pricing phone calls. Um, there's no downside. You that's something that you're going to want to do. Now, you're going through this program and it will make you a, um, an apprentice home inspector. You're not, a, you're not an apprentice home medic home inspector because completion of this course just makes you a home inspector. It doesn't make you a home medic inspector. You'll, you'll need to go further for, for me to be willing to hand you my flag so that you can carry it. But, if you do. So at this point, uh, upon completion of this, you don't have to uh, invite your clients to the inspection. Uh, you're on your own after this. You can do whatever you choose to. But if you choose to move forward and become a home medic home inspector, that is part of our branding is that we invite the clients to the inspection. We find out what their needs are. We get to know them and then we tailor the inspection to their needs. And that's how you become a hero. It's a, it's a fun way to do it. Okay, next up, <clears throat> we've got the, um, the website. And this is also in the marketing. Um, if, you are, if you don't have a website, you're not in business. It's just that simple. Uh, if somebody calls you up and, and they say, okay, you know, I'd like to hire you as a home inspector, they say, "Where's your web? What's your website?" And if you don't have the answer to that, you suck. You're a faker. You're a poser. You should. You're not going to get their business, and you're not real. Um, pretty much that simple. Got to have a website before you get started. Um, GoDaddy is a, <clears throat> is a way that I've always used. Uh, you find the the name, and you do want to avoid anything but the dot-coms. You know, let's say that your home inspection business is Acme Home Inspections. Um, if you gotta go acmehomeinspections.info, nobody's gonna remember that. And when Joe goes to tell his friend Jane that uh, Acme Home Inspections is awesome, 
She's going to go to acmehomeinspections.com. If she doesn't find it, she'll just find somebody else. She's not, nobody's going to remember that it's .info or .org or uh, .whatever. So you'll need a .com. They're more expensive, but they're more expensive for a reason. You'll want to get the um, <clears throat> you'll want to get the website uh, .com, and you know you have some options in that category. Either you can have your website be longer, and you don't really want to go more than I mean, ideally you can go two words. Um, Sometimes you've got to go three, but you really don't want to go four or more. You know, thebesthomeinspector.com. If you could get that, that'd be great. But uh, it's four words. And if it was like Acme Home Inspectors is best.com, obviously nobody's interested. Here, it's too long. Nobody's going to remember. And it's kind of dorky. Um, <clears throat> Now, as far as your website is concerned, there is some fairly easy website builders. GoDaddy has one. I'll use that for, uh, for many of my sites. Um, they have the graphics there. It's fairly self-explanatory, but there's others. And if you really want to get after it, um, there's some very involved web websites. Uh, one of them is Kajabi, but uh, Spectora does quite a bit as well. And, of course, Spectora is the, uh, is the home inspection software bundled with all of the other billion things that you need as, as the home inspector. Um, Kajabi is more of a community building thing, but it does a, a lot of stuff. And so if you want to keep track of your uh, clients and maybe email them from time to time so you can let them know whatever, um, Kajabi can do those sorts of things. It is spendy. It's 100 150 a month, <clears throat> and it may not be worth it for you when you're getting started. Something when you move forward a little bit. Next up, we've got the uh, truck wrap. And the first thing I should mention is that um, you need a truck. So <clears throat> your truck can be an SUV. It can be a Jeep, which is what I currently use. Um, or it could be a standard truck. What it can't be is a car. Um, there have been times in my 29 years when the truck was in the shop and or maybe the drive was forever and my truck at the time got like eight miles per gallon and the car got 25 and the, the drive was long. I'm going to say 70, 80 miles. I'm like, I'm not going to burn that much gas in my truck just to show up in a truck. That was a mistake. You show up in a car, I had to have the ladder in the back seat, it fit, but uh, the first thing that happened uh, always when I showed up in a car is people would look at that and say, how long have you been in business? You don't want to show up in a car. It's, it's not professional. It's not. It's not. So <clears throat> find a way to get yourself a car or a truck and um, and you'll have a lot more credibility. Um, this goes back to something that I'll talk about in, um, in another segment. But basically, the um, clients will give you a little bit of leeway. You know, they understand that nobody's perfect. And so you get, you know, they're not, they may not hold you to perfection, 
but they're not going to give you multiple mistakes and still not think that you suck and provide Google reviews that reflect that and sue you because they think that you suck. So you get one mistake. If you show up late, if you show up dirty, if you show up in a car, uh, you've used that one mistake and that's it. You know, everything else better be perfect. If not, then you've failed them and, um, and their response to you will reflect that. You, you want to get it right. You want to get as many things right as you possibly can. Uh, I have noticed that when I make a point of being there 10 minutes early, which is what I'm suggesting to you, that, uh, that they notice, and then in the Google reviews that they provide for me, they notice that out loud in the Google review. <clears throat> okay, um, so I talked about the 10 minutes early thing. Get access to the key boxes. So wherever you are, it may be different. Uh, here in the West, where I am, we... Oh, and why did we... Okay. Um, <clears throat> Here in the West where I am, there is what's called a super box. It's blue, it's about uh, eight or nine inches tall, and it's, um, it's what all the realtors use to get in. Now, no matter what state you're in, all the realtors are going to be using something to get in. And again, from a branding point of view, you're going to want to, you're going to, want to have whatever that is. So... As the home inspector, I'm an affiliate member of the Association of Realtors. As such, I can have access to what in my area is the super box. That allows me to get in. Now, the question is why would I want to pay extra to do that so that, um, you know, just when, when the realtor could let me in himself? It's kind of like borrowing somebody else's tools. You know, if you show up to a home inspection and ask the buyer for a flashlight, not cool. That's more than one mistake. That's two mistakes. That by itself means that you suck. Um, so I have a lot of realtors ask me if I can get into the super box. And when my answer is yes, they're thrilled. <laughs> it's not going to surprise you, but I want my realtors to be thrilled about me and about my tools and about the way I do business because that pretty much means they're going to call me back. Um, Bear in mind that if a realtor, let's say that I, I find a realtor and I impress him, and let's say that uh, he calls me out of the air, let's say, every other month, and let's say I'm charging $500 per inspection on average. So that's six inspections per year. That's 60 inspections in 10 years, and if I'm charging $500 per inspection, that's um, $30,000 that that single realtor is worth to me. That's a lot of money. That realtor is worth being protected and cared for and loved. And you want to, I mean, while you want to invite him as well to the inspection, you don't want to rely on him. You want him to know that whatever the tool is, you've got it. You've got it covered. You're good. And <clears throat> you're not going to be needing him for anything other than to learn from you. So um, that's the way that one works. Get access to the key boxes. 
Um, another thing that, uh, that I have in mind is the same-day report. Um, in many cases, I will finish up a report and everybody's happy. I've served them well. I've told them about all the uh, double taps and the, the, the roof materials and the mice in the attic, and they're, they're just happy. They feel like they've been well served. They're excited. And then I can see their face drop, and they go, okay, now when do I get the report? And you can tell they're expecting it's going to be in three, four days. They're going to have to wait, and, you know, and they assume that I'm busy. Well, the reality is that the the busier you are, the more you have to get these um, reports to them the same day. Because if I do a report today... or if I do an inspection today and I wait for three days to get it done, that means I will have done three days more of inspections. I'm not going to remember anything about today's inspection three days ago or three days from now, especially when I've done who knows how many, uh, four or five, six more inspections between then and now. Today's issues need to be resolved today, and then you go to bed, you wake up in the morning with a fresh fresh slate. That was hard to see. So that's important. That's a part of your branding. Uh, it's, it's another one of those things you want to discipline yourself to do. One exception for me is if it's Friday and I would be writing my report on Friday night, I just tell them, hey, my wife hijacks me. I don't know why, but she loves me. They smile. You've got, and, and then they are patient with you as you provide that report Saturday morning. Um, <clears throat> And when they get it, they smile again because they they know that I took care of my wife and that makes me a good guy and that makes me somebody that they want to refer again to others. So, um, going back over these again just quickly, you're going to want to have a good logo. You're going to want to make sure that uh, you know what your uniform is, that you wear it, that it be clean. You might want to bring up, uh, you know, if you're spending a lot of time in crawl spaces, you're going to want to bring backup shirts, etc., pants. Uh, Encourage clients to be there. Have a website that is there and doesn't suck. Um, Truck wrap, have a truck, get it wrapped. Um, Have the sign on your your truck that says who you are. That's basically free advertising and it never it never hurts. Make sure you're there 10 minutes early and you know that's a professionality thing um, which kind of reminds me that when you're there uh be professional. That kind of goes without saying. And then get access to the key boxes and same-day report. So part of being professional to me uh, involves, uh, you know, you don't use colorful language. You uh, stand up straight. You look people in the eye. I had one home inspector who was pretty good in the knowledge department, but for whatever reason as a kid, he couldn't force himself to look people in the eye. And if, if you can't do that, you can't be a home inspector. You, you've got to be able to stand up straight, square your shoulders, and communicate well to them and let them know that you're capable and that you're protecting them. Nobody's going to believe that a person who doesn't believe in himself is capable of protecting you. So, um, branding, huge 
Make sure you get your branding right. Go over uh, all of these items again and again in your business as you move forward and uh, think about how you can improve your branding on a regular basis. Your branding is how you will succeed. Next up, we've got uh, tools, the tools you're going to need for your, uh, for your tool belt and your, and your truck.